world uh we are back we are back at the artillery's location it is a uh, super bowl sunday so we thought we'd bless your football ears with some hockey uh talk on super bowl sunday because why the fuck not um a lot of things have happened uh since the last time we had a true episode uh hayden and i we made an episode what was that thursday night yeah, it was Thursday night. After it, it was really loss. just a quick recap uh, venting episode about the <coughs> loss at Winnipeg. So the, we'll, we'll get back to uh, some squared grounds here. Some squared grounds. Real squared. Yeah, we'll get back to our, our formula, our bread and butter. Uh, we'll pu- the, the second half of the episode will be like our last one we'll, we're, where we will vent about, uh, you know, the Blue Jackets um, making my eyes uh, bleed. But first, let's. Do you need uh, any band aids, by the way? Um, I've heard that they're starting to make like eye band aids. Really? Yeah. I could use a couple, okay. honestly. I'll do some research because I don't know how much longer I can take it. Yeah. Okay. I'll do some search. I'll do some search the re. Um, I'll look, see some an- eye band aids. We'll also buy all the Blue Jackets fans at the arena last yeah. night eye band aids because I know we all need them because that was atrocious. Yes, please, and uh, fix my eyeballs. <coughs> so, but. Like I said, a lot of big things uh, happened since uh, we last sat down for a podcast. Uh, for one, um, Jake Muzzin, stout-nosed defenseman for uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Scratch that. He got traded to Toronto. And personally for me, boys, uh, Toronto is even scarier now. They were able to score goals really anytime they wanted to. And just like we always said, like everyone in the hockey world says, the only thing they were missing were blue liners. They uh, did have Morgan Riley, <clears throat> who is he, he can be a threat. He is more of a threat offensively. But now they got that lockdown D-man that can really uh, protect that blue line. So what, what do you boys think about Jake Muzzin going well, to got, Toronto? Uh, <clears throat> you got Jake Muzzin, yeah, coming in, 29-year-old. Defenseman, he's played his whole career with Los Angeles. Won a couple cups. Won a couple cups. Um, yeah, he's not like a prime goal scorer, and he does. He only played 50 games last year. I'm guessing he was injured. Oh no, that's this year. He played 50 games with Los Angeles. Um, yeah, he's not gonna be a guy that's gonna like add extreme power as far as offensive. But that's not what they need. But that's not what they need. We've talked about for years how they needed a lockdown blue liner to play defense to help out Freddie Anderson and he's obviously done as well as he could on his own. Yeah. Freddie Anderson <laughs> pulling Toronto pretty much single handedly out of the, the depths of having a terrible defense. And now you got Jake Muzzin on the blue line. Um is he gonna be paired with uh with Morgan Riley or he is? Oh mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah and this just only helps out other like this really just helps other D men not get put on the spot as much. Like I remember, like Pat, like like one or two years ago, we always talked about like like last year when we had a lot of D-man hurt and Ryan Murray was like 
on the first line when he was trash can. We oh, were like, yeah. that's not good. Like, we don't want him having more time because He's that's bunzo, just yeah. more time for him to fuck up. So this is good for the other blue liners because it's just less time for them. Because yeah, they exactly. got a guy that can harness in a lot of minutes, played across from Drew Doughty. So, yeah, pairing him up with Morgan Riley is basically giving him a Drew Doughty. And you're getting a great beard, too. Let's be yeah, honest. fantastic beard. Great beard to your team. And it's, I'm pretty sure, nice he's, to just, pretty sure he's from Toronto. So, like, he's playing in his yeah. hometown. Well, he's from Woodstock, Ontario. I have no idea where, how far Woodstock is. I thought I read Ontario. a tweet from him that said, nothing better than getting to play for the team you rooted for as a kid. I mean, yeah, it could have very easily. Yeah, absolutely. It's an hour and 30-minute drive from, from Woodstock to to Toronto. Well, yeah, I mean, he wasn't going to be a Senators fan or a Habs fan. God, uh, no. I mean, those, like, all three of those, first of all, all three of the teams in Ontario are just old original six. One of them's in a, a wannabe original six franchise. And of the three teams that just have been in a drought of of cups, Toronto's the coolest. I mean, come on, the Habs aren't that cool. And Senators no. are just, they're they're not sweet at all. Like, no, they're not. They're, their no players fans. are fighting their coaches. Yeah, they have no fans. Their colors are cool. I like their colors, but yeah, you had to be a Leafs fan if you were from Ontario. All right, so Jake Muzzin, I think it's gonna be a great. It's a great move for him. Like to oh, yeah. square them up to uh, Tampa, it's only gonna help. And especially if that's the team that he rooted for. I mean, I know he's got like what two years left on his contract. Like this year, um, or next year. I'm not too sure. I'm I think not, that's I, what I read. Someone, someone would have to fact check that. So, so are you talking Muzzin? Yeah, talking Muzzin, okay. and that would be really nice for them to lock him up too, especially if he really is a Toronto Leafs fan. I mean, we know these guys want to play for for big teams, big clubs, and it's like he's not going to leave for a warm weather city because he literally lived in Los Angeles the last like eight years. Yeah. So. Yeah, they got him. They yeah. got him locked up. I so think. yeah, his contract looks like it extends obviously through this year, and then next year is looks like he would be on the market come twenty twenty, the summer of twenty twenty. He would be. So they got a few years with him. Yep. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. They paid a first round pick for him, so it makes sense. It yeah. won't be a high first round pick, but it's still a first round pick. Yeah, the Kings have just fully given up. Oh like, yeah, they're, 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 like, they're done. They're like, we're not making when any they fi- moves. well, we talked about it when like their coach and uh, Quinville got fired. We we're like, it's just the end of an era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. With Chicago and L.A. as they ran the league for six years, but that yeah. was such a fun era to watch. Oh, Going it was back great. To those, it was a great those few era. years where they were just making deep pushes yeah those Those were always great games to watch but we had another trade happen do you want to talk about hayden because it's about the team i hate well okay well i hate this team too so it doesn't make it any better but uh we'll just have kooks talk about it. yeah go ahead kooks i've we know you hate him just as much but but we're gonna put you in the fire on this one so the pittsburgh penguins had a trade with the Florida, Florida Panthers. Panthers. Sorry, I'm trying to get all the details. I can correct. talk about the Panthers. I don't yeah. want to talk about that. So uh, the big one, the Panthers acquire uh, Nick Bukestad, Jared McCann from the Panthers. Nick Bukestad, he's a young player. I think he's a talented player. He's a big player, too. Six yeah. foot six. Yeah, big boy. But he can skate. He can move. So the Penguins set, sent Derek Broussard, Riley Shahan, and three 2019 draft picks. 
Derek, to the Panthers. We talked about the Jay, uh, Alessiak trade, but Derek Broussard was there for just about the same time. He got yeah. traded there last year yeah. from Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. Was out. So Bukestad is 26 and McCann is 22. I think Bukestad has potential to be a good player, especially I think we've talked about it before. I know we hate talking about it, but you put anybody around Crosby, they're going to become – you know, twice the player that they were elsewhere. Well, it, it, it's always interesting that they – sorry, Cooks. You know, you, no, you're good. No, it's always interesting whenever they get they, – because they picked up two centers, basically. Mm. Like, they traded, got two centers, and McCann <laughs> is the one that they're slotting in as their third-line center. And then mm. Bukestad is going to be on that second line with Malkin and then Tanner Pearson. So – that sounds like some points. I mean, mm, anytime easily. if you're playing on a line with Malkin, you're getting points, 100%. especially if Malkin's your center. So Bugstad, it's going to be a threat. I mean, we know he's a, we know this team's constantly soaring our bums. If you're Blue Jackets, uh, Capitals fans, uh, yep. I expect to hear that name Nick Bugstad a whole lot now. So I'm actually I'm looking at their line combinations right now, and right now they have Bugstad slotted second line center. You're right with. It's actually Phil Kessel and Brian Rust. Really? Yep. As the wingers. Always forget they have Phil Kessel until like mm-hmm. I actually like watch them play. I'm like, oh yeah, yep. fuck, they have Phil Kessel. Yeah. I thought Phil Kessel was on their uh, top line. No, the top line right now. I think they're they're having some injury issues. Because well, they have two trash cans playing on that top line because any trash can playing with eight sevens is going to be gold. Yeah. Yeah. They got. It looks like they got Gensel and, and then Kessel's their normal top line. Is that it, right? I think that's usually it. But like <laughs> I said, I think it's Gensel and maybe Hornquist. Hornquist is a third line with third, McCann right third now. Third line. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So. Very, very interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, they're going to be a threat. You hate mm-hmm. to see it. Well, I mean, they're always a threat. Well, now yeah. they're going to be a bigger threat. So, boys, I want to bring this to your attention. When the Panthers were asked about this trade, you know, Bukestad, a lot of their fans, I have a couple friends who are Panthers fans for whatever their reasoning. but One of the few. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really one of six fans. And they were, they were upset that Bukestad left because Bukestad's a talented player, but the Panthers said that it helps them free up cap to make moves for Panarin and Bob. Yeah, I did hear, I did hear about that. Um, okay, so we're jumping into that well, pool. Well, just real quick, <laughs> just, just real saying, quick, we're just jumping into that pool. Hayden, remember when I read you TSN's uh, top forty-five players like that are trade bait? Yeah, it was like a week ago, yes. and Panarin was like forty-four. Right, he was down low, but. Teams now want, he's teams won. want him, dude. Well, this got updated two days ago. Oh, the same report. It's like they update it like every three or four days. He is now number one. So these, this is the top forty-five players that are to TSN's trade bait. It goes Panarin, Matt Duchesne, Wayne Simmons, Michael Fernland, Matt Zuccarello, Dougie Hamilton, Gustav Nyquist, Brian Boyle, Jimmy Howard, and Mark Stone. That's the top ten. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, then you also got Braden Shen's seventeenth. Uh, He's a center. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of players. Andre Burkowski. Kuk, and all Kuk, these, the craziest thing is about all that. these all these players. Like every one in the top ten, other than Dougie Hamilton, is in their contract year. Yes. Too. So like, teams are obviously interested at moving players in their contract year. So. I think it looks like Florida's going to be – they're going to be buyers here. 
right? Like they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be wanting to dish some more heat out, trying to trying to make a move for Panarin or at least getting ready for him at the off season because obviously they know things we don't know. Dan Milstein, Panarin's agent, probably in the talks with Florida. We know he likes the palm trees. We know he does. Yeah. And really, the only hope is is that like we're like we will trade with you now just to make sure you get him. And then, like on the uh, that side, like they just have to know that Panarin is going to sign with him. Well, and if they're going to continue, I mean, it's crazy that we didn't make this deal with them early. Like, I would have really liked to have Nick Bukestad come into our team, like as a center. Yeah. Like, why weren't we the team that were part of that deal? I don't know. I mean, I get it. Maybe it was inconvenient timing, with maybe Yarmo was trying to hear what Panarin and his agent had to say during the All Star break, and then we come out of that. And then Pittsburgh makes that bang bang move. Bugstad down there, they pull him up. But it'd be nice to have that because we know the big thing that this team needs is centers, and it just it seems like a missed opportunity yeah. with that one. But well, Duchesne's still there. <clears throat> yeah, Duchesne's still there. He's and, got he's got forty seven points on the season. And I'm hearing another team that has zero players looks like on this list that I'm looking at. I'm looking at the same list as you. What team? Well, you know what team I'm going to talk about. That's going to be big time, making big time moves for oh, Panarin. Boston. Oh, yeah. And it makes sense because they're in the Atlantic Division. So they're trying to, in an arms race with Tampa Bay, and, and especially since Toronto, their rival got uh, Jake Muzzin right out of right out of the All-Star yeah. break. You think, Bo- and Boston's ego is definitely big enough to want to make a move for Panarin. Them thinking in their heads that Panarin is going to sign there after afterwards too. Boston's heads that big, and honestly, it could happen. They might not even care that if he signs there next. They just year. want a player. Yeah, I mean, they, they just because like like we said, like they're <clears throat> the win now mentality. They showed it last year with Rick Nash. Yeah, they did. You're gonna right get ideas. a way better player in Panarin than a. F- 10 concussioned Rick Nash in Artemi Panarin. And the thing is, is I think Boston is just always in that, like, this is our year mentality because they have been so successful as far as making the postseason consistently. Yeah. Like they're not even, this isn't even like a risky move to them. And we were, I was listening to a Boston, Boston, um, like a podcast, like another hockey podcast, a guy that's really close with the team was talking about it. And he said Don Sweeney, their their GM, said to somebody from the podcast through a haywire, through, through another intermediate, that Boston would give up Jake DeBrusque, a first rounder, and a second slash third rounder for Panarin. And we looked at it, and Jake DeBrusque, I mean, he's a winger, but he would add, he would... A be a good get and plus we'd have a first rounder and we draft so well yeah we really do draft very well we'd have two fir- two first round picks next year though. yeah absolutely um but the thing is though is i think that'd we be good more. because jake debrus would get a year in the system and most of the time like like our last few like uh first round picks don't play the first year they play the next year like warensky he got drafted and he went back and played for the Monsters in Michigan. Yeah. I mean, we're st- and then... Uh, we still fit. We got Vitelli. That's just yeah. whatever and then he's up to. Dubois got drafted. Two years ago, The right? same year. He was the third pick behind Matthews and Lyon. Yeah. And, and, he's and, he, went, and well. he went and played in juniors one more year. And now look, he's a, he's a top-line center. 
So and and Jake DeBrusque is only 22. And yeah. I and Tom, we were talking about this last night. We were watching a lot of highlights from a lot of guys. And our favorite things about players is the emotion and intensity they bring when they score. Like I think it's a big like you don't even think about it. But like Alex Ovechkin, we always talked about like when he scores a goal, he is like he is selling like yeah. his 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 boobs off. You know? Yeah, he he's not afraid to sell it. He's not afraid to sell it. And Jake DeBrusque is that guy. Like he's that guy that just brings the passion, the energy, and like I mean, it's Super Bowl Sunday, so we might as well talk about your guys' as football guy. Like Baker Mayfield does that. Mm. He brings it out on the field. Like he yeah. brings that extra energy slash passion that like can trickle down into his play, obviously, and make him very good. And Jake DeBrusque is only twenty two. Yeah. So You know who I wouldn't mind either? Braden Shen. Oh yeah, I've center out in St. Louis. He's got one year left on his deal. He's got 27 points this year. I think that'd be pretty nice. You got Dubois, and then you, Braden Shen would be a second line center, and I I think that'd work out pretty well. I mean, I'm I'm assuming he's not the first line center in St. Louis. He's got 27 points though, so if you put him behind Dubois, maybe pair him up with Nick Felino and. Cam Atkinson or Josh Anderson, you'll be you'll be sitting pretty hot. Oh yeah. But do you think we'll need a do you think we need a winger? Because no, we are losing we are losing winger depth. I mean <laughs> even with Borky heating up, what winger is going to replace that? I think we need a center more than we need a winger. We definitely need, but I think that's why like yet last night I said Jake DeBrusque and David Krejci. Right. And like, because then you feel that like little like it's not obviously the same talent as Artemi Panarin, but just from a line perspective, you you keep the same lines getting Jake DeBrusque, but then you also get a center. Well, we also can send him like Wenberg or something over too. Yeah, you know that way we do winger for center. Like, I don't know too much about Don Sweeney. I know he played for the Bruins. He's probably a smart hockey guy. He's their GM. Like. He, pro- he he I don't know if he's that that dumb to take Alexander Wenberg, but like if he wants Artemi Panarin that bad and wants to load up with that much offensive firepower, I'm sure he looks at Panarin as most people should around the league and he's says number that, one on TSN that that is going to benefit me more than David Krejci. I mean, I know David Krejci's a centerman for him. It's what he's their second liner, right? Probably the Bergeron, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That'd be a really. I think that would be a really high risk for them, but. I don't uh, know. It could happen. I don't know if it's that high risk. It's only not high risk because, like I said, I think Boston's ego is big enough, and honestly, it, rightfully so, because their city is a big city. We know Panarin probably wants to play for a good contending team, and if he played for Boston, they would be contenders. It's a big city. Um, it's an old 06 team. It's an original six yep. team. And, like... I don't know. I think it, I think honestly, there's a good chance he would he would sign with them. Like if he was traded there and was in the system for a little bit and like had that fresh breath of life. Be- I mean, if anyone trades for him, that's the risk you're gonna take. Oh yeah. Is will is will he sign with me? Well, Florida must be really confident that he wants to play like in the South. Like yeah. Florida's obviously <laughs> Florida's putting everything on the line for a lot of people. And I saw they had like. I forget they ha- did have like a center that was at like twenty six points at this moment that wouldn't be th- like I w- I would be very happy with like I gotta imagine he's not working with some of the best talent in Florida so if you brought him over here and put him with like Cam who are you to- who, what name I'm sorry I um, that's what I gotta 
That's what I gotta look up real oh, quick. I it wasn't I forget Vincent his Trocek, name. Was it? Please tell um, me it wasn't him. Oh, Alexander Barkov. No, no they want to keep Barkov. Frank Vetrano. Oh no. Is that who I'm thinking of? I no. Vincent Trocek's further down. Okay, further down. Vincent Trocek's further down. Yeah. Vetrano. I take Vetrano. He's Absolutely. At, he's a he's a center. He's 24 years old. That just sounds like a hockey name. He's 24 years old. He's at 27 points this. He's at 28 points this season. I can only imagine he's not working with like, you know, brilliant talent over in Florida. Florida's really high in center depth, so there's not a lot of wingers out there. He's got good hockey face too. He's got like that. Yeah. There's only two good hockey faces. There's the scruffy you have like a nice beard like a nice nice face a nice a nice face sweater yeah or, or you just look like you're you're 16 years old or and he's honestly 16 year old fucking, face, so I'm, I'm down to take fucking him. give me crazy ass mike hoffman yeah. he can threaten <laughs> yeah. some of our players girlfriends and maybe that'll spark a little like emotion and they'll get playing maybe a bit that'll more. get him going maybe yeah. that's what we need to get over the hump is like a, just a crazy man threatening wrensky and all these guys' girlfriends, and maybe they'll be like, okay, time, time to show up. Yeah. He's at 43 points this season, yeah. so he's got a nice shot. Yeah. Are you talking about Hoffman? Yeah. yeah. He's probably I happy to be Hoffman. out of Ottawa, too. It's just a mess. Ottawa's a dump. Honestly, that, like, might be the reason, like, he was a crazy ass. Yeah. <laughs> Playing in dumb. Ottawa, like, I know, like, I'd probably lose my mind. Like, but, are, yeah. you a, like are you a fake original six team? Or you real original six team. Like, nobody knows because Ottawa was one of the first hockey teams. But they kind of weren't. Fuck Ottawa. Yeah, yeah honestly, screw them. They're, so. they're lazy boys. And I think that's about it. I mean, only time will really tell, right? Like, there's yeah. st- what? There's still 22 days until the trade deadline. Yeah, what are we looking at? February 25th? Is yeah. That, yeah, that's the day. Yeah, and, I mean, we'll see. And the tw- and the. The day of the deadline is like when shit starts like really pumping. And honestly, we got to get ready for some fireworks because this team needs a new body in there that's going to get us going. They just need a spark. They need like a mental spark, and that sometimes happens with trades. And as generational as Artemi is, like, if I don't have no idea since I'm not in the locker room, but like, if he really is that big of a distraction and this whole thing around him is that big of a distraction, like, then. As much as it sucks, because he is a generational talent that is going to... He could be on, like, the next top 100 list kind of Yeah. Guy. Oh, yeah. And if we let him... Go, and, like, if he go, if we trade him away, like... And if that's what it takes for this team to get their footing back and set, salvage this season and prepare th- for the future, then so be I it. I think we're both in the state that, like, we obviously want to keep him. Oh, yeah. Any but I think we've both we gotten to the mental state that, like, if they do trade him, like... We understand. We also had a healthy conversation last night talking about how this dude is literally, what, 20, 29? He's like 26. He's 26 years old. He has he grew up in poverty, poverty, in poverty, like lived in a shelter, made it this far in his career to be playing professionally, making money, doing it, making millions, doing he it. He gets drafted by a team and just when like, maybe he thinks he's getting comfortable. That team's like, Nope. See ya. See ya. Ships him to a town that he, like, he probably never heard never of. Never even heard of. Probably didn't even know existed. Probably forgot they even had a hockey team. Yeah. To be and honest. Then, and then they're like, yeah, you're forced to be here for two years. He has to be here for two years. And he, he just doesn't feel like talking about contracts in the middle of the season because it, 
imagine if that was you in a different country. Imagine if that was you, you in would, Russia. You would want the time to figure out where you want to live. When there's 30 other places, let's be yeah. honest. How many of us sitting right now, wherever you're listening to this, through your earbuds, working out, at home, in the car, at work, whatever. How many of you, if you had the opportunity, to, like in the spring, to move to any one of the thir- other 30 NHL cities and start your life completely. You'd probably take the time to think about it. You'd probably it. take the time to think about it. And if it was, and okay, and I know maybe some of you have a, like a, a wife and kids. He literally is just, just him and his girlfriend. And his dog. And his dog. Don't forget about his that's, dog. That's like he has the world at his fingertips right now. And he's, he so wants to I play res- for us. Right I now, he's the, only focused yeah. on playing for us. And that's honestly a gift. Yeah. That's a gift. So I respect his decision in wanting to like, be like, this is my first time I get to choose where I want to live in life. I'm going to take it. But if he's going to be too much a distraction for the fans and the fans got to freaking boo him and the ghost of Nationwide has to tweet at us whenever we throw bread on the ice or freaking like it's just that much of a distraction in the locker room, then okay. Yeah, ghost, ghost of on. Nationwide, you got you to check your lane, bud. Dude, you check ghost. your lane. Ghost of Nationwide, not a hockey dude, not a hockey dudette. They tried to claim that they were in their last eight. They're like, ha, 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 ha. I guess it's just the traditional hockey fan in me. Yeah, Detroit's been throwing octopuses on the ice since the 90s, bud. He's like, like, I'm only used to having hats thrown on the ice. Okay, so only hats on the ice, no more players, no more goalies. No more refs, no nothing. Just hats on the no, ice for the no Ghost more, Nationwide. No more octopuses or catfish on the ice. They also said that they wanted the bread thing just as bad as we did, and it's like we're the ones that started throw the bread on the ice. Yeah, and this guy's we like, figured something out that you didn't. He's like, oh, I tried to get Panera to donate bread to be thrown on the ice. No, you didn't, because you're hating on it. So, well, we also had the dude that was. That just had the big enough of the rocks, the big enough of the stones to sneak it into the arena and actually do it and throw it. Like, we've been calling people to do it since the beginning of the season. We actually had the stones to, like, figure out if it would be feasible. Yes. Shout out to Sticky Ricky Six, by the way. Never forget, George Litchfield was the man that does it. He got all the credit for it. He was in one last night. And he freaking, after the first assist, the first goal that we scored... Tom, Tom was like, you should have thrown it. But honestly, since we scored the goal and weren't producing any offense, George and I were just too busy celebrating. And then for the next 10 minutes that we didn't score, we just felt really convicted about not throwing it that I kept telling George with like three minutes left. I was like, George, you have three <laughs> minutes of hockey, and this bread has to go on the ice. And he just looked at me with that like actually concerned George face like, okay, dude, like I, I promise. And as soon as he, we scored that next goal – he knew in his head this was the time. We had we had no idea even at the time that Panarin had the assist because we were just so in one. He launched that thing, and it was perfect. It was perfect. I love it. The ref picked it up. He skated around it. Yeah. Probably made sure it wasn't like a bomb or like a barf bag or something. Or maybe he just made a sandwich with it. Yeah, honestly, he's like he gave it to Greg Murray sitting there in the booth, and he's like, he's like, dude, save that for later, please. That's that's, <laughs> that's some high quality bread. <laughs> they definitely fact. have like a cold cut tray in the refs room or something. Oh, like yeah. he slapped slapped some ham and cheese on there after the game. Fun fact: it was uh, actually cinnamon bread. Oh, so mm, don't make yeah. a sandwich with that. No, you don't want to make no, a sandwich. Don't with make that. a get no. some like cream cheese. Cream cheese. Yup, yup. Yep. But yeah, so yeah, screw you, Ghost Nationwide. 
we had the balls to like go talk to Panarin, figure out if he would like bread. He said that'd be dope. And then we had the balls to find a man that would be willing to go throw bread on the ice. Sorry you didn't think of it first, but eat a butt. Yeah, honestly, eat a butt. Your idea for him like donating Panera bread, oh, okay, that's freaking great and all, but... A million like, people thought of a that. A million people thought about that, and a million people haven't done anything about it. Uh, we are freaking out here. The hockey dudes are out there doing stuff. Don't say, there's better ways to support Panera than throwing bread. Like, get that turd out of here. You smell bad. You're not even real. You're just like... You're a ghost. You're a ghost. You're just vapor. You're like fake... You literally are fake news. Ghosts aren't real your twitter account not even real you're upset because your twitter account hasn't popped off you don't even follow us so why would we follow you why would we even know about any sort of hoop deep doop tweet that you tweeted back in september or whatever and how did you even find us by the way like you went out of your way to tweet at us and you don't even follow us that's that's a, that's stu- a low one it's a low move it's a low one so do we want to go hate you love to see it, hate to see it yes. after we just thrashed uh the ghost of nationwide yeah that all right really all right uh kooks do you are you yeah do you have sure th- i gotta i gotta love to see it to start if that's what if that's what you guys want yeah, of course um so this actually just popped up uh wildest line brawl it was i don't i okay so the one school is abbreviated saint fx i don't know exactly saint fx saint fox news there we go and then the other one was Acadia. I believe it's either a high school or a college. But you said these, what was it? Acadia. Acadia. Oh, it's in there. It yeah. Katie's a basketball player, but Acadia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's uh these are those are the two schools, and it is an absolute brawl. <laughs> Both teams benches clearing, goalies coming out of the cage. Three hundred and twenty pims handed out in the game off of the line brawl and i mean the refs are chasing the kids around kids are skating away from the refs you you love to see it it's old time hockey <laughs> yeah give us a yeah dm it to me or something yeah i love that sure. kind of I'll, video. I'll shoot it over i love that kind of stuff i need to see that i love some just all-out brawls yeah we'll post it post it on the twitter you guys will be able to see it no problem okay for so, sure hayden do you have yours or would you like me to go uh y- just, just go, Tom. Just okay. Go, Tom. Okay. So, uh, my love to see it is I just scrolled upon it on um, Twitter. Uh, so it's it's um, a scene from uh, Avengers: Infinity War. You know when Doctor Strange is like calculating all the possible ways yes. the final fight can go. Well, they put Tony Romo's head over that, and it said Tony Romo preparing for the Super Bowl. I think that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that Tony cool. Romo was getting ready for the yeah, Super Bowl. Dude. <laughs> dude, for all the possible outcomes. There's only one like. possible way this ends good. <laughs> and that's breaking Tom Brady's leg. Okay. So it's my it's my love to see it now, right? Yep. Yeah. Alright, so my love to see it is I'm just gonna since I'm with Snake Draft, it's gonna be my love to see it and then my hate to see it, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mine are both gonna be based off interactions I had with fans. Met this guy, Kyle Cook. He's a, he's a longtime supporter of the hockey dudes. He's from Indianapolis. Uh, we met him at the Cannon because we tweeted, like, come here at Cannon. I was talking to him. He's from Indianapolis. He has no ties back to Columbus other than he just likes the hockey team. Like, he's played hockey for 15 years and needed a hockey 
team to root for. And I'm like, dude, how, like, how the, like, in God's name, do you not pick, like, Chicago, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Washington, like, any one of those teams you could have picked? And he said, well, I was a Chicago Blackhawks fan, but I went to a game one time, and I asked um, Patrick Kane for an autograph, and he didn't give me an autograph. So he's a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. I love that reason. That's he loved to see it. My hate to see it is that dude on my Instagram story. I tried to shake this guy's hand on video yesterday, and he didn't want to shake my hand, and it was really awkward. That's my hate to see it. So nice, nice, short, and sweet. It was good. Yeah, we're it still on the good. podcast, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I know. Can wake I up know. If you want. <laughs> I was listening. It was the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks well, yeah. fan. No. And, well, no, like he's no longer a Blackhawks fan because Patrick Kane didn't sign his shit. And then the guy that didn't shake your hand and just made a really awkward interaction for you. It was so you. awkward. I was so upset. George wanted to throw hands. Sticky Rick Six. He wanted, yeah. to, he I, wanted to really oh throw yeah. hands there. I was listening. Don't you Can worry. I double down on a love to see it? I just literally just scrolled yeah, go upon for this it. one. Yeah, yeah. So it's from the check down on Twitter. They're verified. They tweet all the NFL stuff. And they said, he didn't win rookie of the year. Tom, you'll love this. But we've been riding with Baker Mayfield since day one. And they have a, it's like a video, and it's showing all these pictures that they've put up on social media. And in every picture, there is a hidden Baker Mayfield. And it is. You'll love to see it. It is awesome. Did you guys see see what Steve Harvey, did you see like Steve Harvey's like 30 second thing about Baker Mayfield? He's like, I really like this guy because both his names are black. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then like you made up like fake names for each one it's <laughs> like yeah steve harvey you're in your bag steve sir. harvey is my dude my i love that love that uh face sweater it's a good face sweater what steve harvey's got the he's got a mustache right? oh i thought like you're actually talking about like a sweater with his face on i was like what <laughs> on? that'd, that'd be, be fantastic nice. that would be a really i, I don't know it. a steve harvey uh a steve harvey face sweater yeah yeah uh, so would i but like, it, if you got it first and I want to get it, I would get just like a picture of Dave's face on like a hat. That'd be like, that'd be a Fuck. nice hat. I think I'd wear it. And the hashtag would be my producer on the hat because he's back. <laughs> Fine, producer. He's I back, by back. the way. It's he missed about two time. Eppies. I actually have, I actually have a bone to pick with you guys. Safety. Just all of a sudden, these whim of a podcast and no one lets the producer know where we're meeting. Well, well actually, Thursday we didn't meet anywhere because I was in Cleveland and mm-hmm. Hayden was in Westerville, and we just did it over the phone. He literally texted me like right after the game. He's like, "You want to do an epi real quick?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. And then, then he just right. called me. Yeah, we just Facetimed in. The epi was terrible, but it got sixty-nine million plays. You so, love to see it. Yeah. All right. So then, my hate to see it is uh, not notifying Kooks. Thank you. I appreciate good, it. That's, that's good. Hate to see it. Yeah, sorry, Kooks. Because he's, he's hashtag my producer. <laughs> I mean, it is hate to see it that we've lost five games in a row, too. But yep. you definitely, yeah, should have notified Kooks. That's probably why we lost, honestly, last Maybe. night. It's because we didn't notify you. For, we didn't have a Kooks. Yeah, we didn't have a Kooks. Um, and people were barging into the room. We honestly just needed a security guard, I think, on my door because people kept coming into my room and, like, clearly saw that i was doing something with you like was doing a thing and yeah people don't knock then no they don't knock at all they think oh just because you pledged a fraternity and got in the fraternity you never have to knock anymore but no it's not like that so yeah plus not yeah plus um kooks i gotta hit yeah my hate to see it 
Or wow. did you didn't say you, yours? No, didn't you say yours? I Wasn't doubled your down. Just, I you doubled down, love to see it. But you also were upset that we didn't invite you back on the pod. Wasn't that was that just, that, that was that's just that's me ranting. That's my hate to see it. That's your hate to see it. That was my hate to see it. You love to see it. You love to see that we're still on track with the hate to see it. So go ahead, Dave. My my hate to see it. We all know Super Bowl Sunday in Atlanta, their new stadium. You hate to see it. The Chick Fil A in the stadium isn't open. That is you terrible. Know, like <laughs> half hey, the half hey, their concessions are gone. Ten Commandments respect the Sabbath. They're out there respecting the Sabbath. Yeah, I mean, good for them. But you know what happens if I just want some some Chick Fil A nugs during the game or something? You're you're not going to get them. You're not going to get them. You can buy them the night before. I just that's that's one thing about that team is like you put a Chick Fil A in there, but they only play on Sundays. Well, you right? get the MLS team. What soccer's not a sport to you? Well, I'm. I mean, where are they going to get their most revenue? A football game. I don't know. Dude. The they, Super they Bowl. They pack the house for those soccer games. Hey, man. And those concerts, man. And those college football games and bowl games, man. There's other. There's other things going on there. Hey, you you aren't wrong. You aren't wrong. I, I take it back. Think, I, take I it just back. think you love you love to see it. You lo- actually, I'm gonna spin zone. That's you love to see it. You love to see Chick Fil A respecting the Sabbath and a time when they could easily just be looking at the money. No, still big Sabbath guys. Respect. I have to respect that. I mean, yeah, I don't do. know what else to say. I, you do. You know who else is a big Sabbath guy, but still works on Sundays, but like would be a Sabbath guy? Artemi Panarin. Big Jesus. Artemi Panarin has a whole Jesus like picture in his locker, and he he kisses it like after every game and before every game. Yeah, it's pretty cute. That's awesome. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's Tom is no longer with <laughs> us. Yeah. So do you Sorry. need to kick it back over to me now? Do you need me to? <laughs> no. Are you thinking I, about wings? Whole... Are you thinking about wings and pizza later already? Oh, no, man, I, I was wait. scrolling through Twitter and like something came up. Baker's ten top ten plays, so I clicked on it. Oh you know. yeah, so you're lost. I'm in a wormhole. Yeah, you're gone. But so, I'm back. I'm oh, back. Oh okay, all right. Yeah, good. I'm back. I can easily get back. <laughs> you can adapt, right? You're like I'm a back. salamander. Just going back to the next tab. Salamander so. Tom. Um. So Coats last night uh lost their fifth in a row. Uh, it has been a terrible past five games for my eyeballs. Um, you hate to see it, like Hayden said earlier. We lost to the Blues four to two. Um, Hayden and I we talked about it a little bit last night. They just didn't look good. Oh no, the team is so dysfunctional right now. There is I don't even know if it's dysfunctional. They just don't look like they have like a spark. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why the they like I think you need some sort of we need a common, kick in the rear end. You need some sort of common gelness as a team that you're all gelling through and that's not there because like literally and i know we're just hockey fans but you can legitimately tell when you're watching the game when a team is being intense on the boards and when a team's trying and last night we just weren't and honestly neither was st louis like they weren't bringing that much heat like i was watching the game no we like just like couldn't even like get above their board play like not not the fact that my eyes were distracted like that they were wearing blues jerseys and I'm comparing it to when we played the team in the caps jerseys which is the most recent game where we got shablonked and absolutely dominated it wasn't even like that because buffalo or buffalo and st louis both teams not that good not that good like I'm not I was not impressed by st louis last night no we just don't when you don't bring intensity into a game you're playing the national hockey league you're going to give up goals we, we don't give up goals like we, like I said, we talked about it a little bit last night. Uh, we just, we just don't have any grit right now. No grit. There's like, nothing in Winnipeg. There's absolutely nothing in Winnipeg against like because the, la- the 
first two losses were before the All-Star break. I can't really remember them. My brain doesn't work like that. But I know the last three losses, we've been terrible on the boards. What are you looking for, the ones before? It was like Minnesota. Minnesota and Montreal. Montreal, Montreal, yeah. I just don't remember the games themselves. I know we lost, but like that was like three weeks ago. Yeah, I remember. But, I remember Minnesota. Anthony Duclair had like three breakaways that he choked on. And uh, I just know the last three games, like our grit hasn't been there. Like we're because like when I look at this team that's head coached by John Tortorella, I think of the past two seasons where they were just a gritty team. They just grinded you away. If it was on the boards or in open ice, they just grinded you away. And I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing any bodies on the boards. No, and Torts is getting pissed. His eyes are getting bigger in his glasses. Yeah, and second. his forehead's getting redder. His forehead's getting redder. His his hair's getting curlier and having more Fuck. of that jersey you don't, you don't want it. You don't want extra curly-haired no, Torts. No, you don't want curly-haired Torts. You don't want jumpsuit Torts. And they're getting jumpsuit Torts. God forbid Torts comes out in a sweater again yeah. <laughs> and a hoodie. I think he's going to come back. I think it's going to be the game changer. My, I want to I want to ask you, Tom, what is your dream for the team this season? Like, what's your dream? Because I'll tell you what my dream is. If I could have, like, what would like be my dream and just goal? For the, just for the season. So here's mine, and like with without giving a specific ending because we can't predict the end. But what I would like to see is I would honestly really like to see best case scenario us just get flaming hot with Artemi with Sergey. We don't even trade him. We just get steaming, smoking hot, and we go into the postseason and we look at it like this. Listen, we have a generational player on our team. We have a goalie. That's been inconsistent, but we know what he can give when he gives his best. Going into the postseason like that, like I, that would be my dream is for us to be smoke show, flaming hot. Maybe we lost the Metro by like two to three points, but we're right there at the end. We go into a series with Washington again, or Pittsburgh, or New York, and we just give our all. I would love to see that. I would love to see us win a playoff series with our Timmy Panarin in Columbus uniform. I know I've been saying Coats year all year, but it's not. I'm going to be honest. Coats year is not looking great right now, but it's still there. It's still there. It's there still there's there. always still a chance. There's, it's still the Coats year. And for one reason or not, I believe it's because Artemi Panarin is in this city right now with this team. I, I just mean, want them to gel again, whatever it's going to take. I think we talked about it a little bit last night. <clears throat> I don't want to lose this team's potential for the next three to four years by by like letting two guys walk away for nothing essentially obviously i want to keep panarin i have a bread man shirt so i I want to keep him in the city but if trading him for a couple pieces that will benefit us two to three years from now and then that's when we make our cut push that's what i'll take but obviously, I do want a playoff run, as I do work for the team. So I would like to, you know, go to some playoff games. Oh yeah, no, I we I think we're gonna make the postseason this year. I mean, it's looking scary right now, honestly. But like, I think we will muster up some sort. Well, of Washington BS. lost what seven in a row, Kooks? Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was definitely five. I don't. It might have gotten up towards seven, but they Washington lost like. Four Six to seven, I we believe. Were, in yeah, you, that was when you guys you guys were first in the Metro. We were like third. Yeah. Sliding. 
and so. and last so year, every team goes through this. Yeah, no, last year this time of year too, January February. It was exactly it was this like, time. Exactly it was, like this, it was right? Exactly this time last. Because you always tell me you had to wear the suit to work every night, and like, man, I didn't feel bad for you when you would be leaving like our room with that suit on because like I knew you were going to Coats game but I could tell January and February when we were Bunzo it was tough and you, you were leaving and you were not happy walking out of that it door. was tough because we sucked and we were butt cheeks yeah and, and we're what butt really, cheeks now we're what, butt cheeks now but we got this whole Panarin situation and Bob situation that's just in my head you like a know, cyst, and I don't want it to be. You want to know the game that like really did it for me last year in that January-February stretch? Even though I m- met the great one, it was <laughs> that Edmonton-Columbus game where like we, got, we got pumped like 7-2. to And I just remember standing there like, this is the fuck, like at the time, like <laughs> the, the Oilers made the postseason before, but at that time... They were absolute dumpster fires. Yeah. And I'm like, we are getting demolished by, by Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. So that no, was that was it for me last year. You guys got a tough you guys got a tough uh a tough few Stretch, games. Yeah, yeah we're guys, on the we're on the West Coast trip right now. Yeah, and you guys go so you got Arizona. Arizona, you got Vegas. It, yeah, it goes literally three in a row. Vegas, Caps, Islanders, you get a break with the Hawks, then you play the Lightning. And like the caught, and like the Hawks, like might not even be a break because like there's nights where they just catch fire because like true. if Patrick Kane and Taves are feeling it that night, like yeah. they could put up seven. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, they could put up points. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if on this West Coast trip, we like within this next week while we're in the West Coast, a big yeah. trade happens. Oh yeah, while we're out of town, you know, Yarmo's sitting twiddling his thumbs. He's got yep. a whole empty schwide every night. He just is walking around the hollowed halls just, of Nationwide Arena, just, just thinking. Watch out! Within and, this okay. next week, All something right. big could happen. Movie scene time. Movie scene time. Um, is this like draft day? Yes. We sneak Sticky Rick Six in as a janitor, Fuck. and he's mopping the floors one night. He's mopping the floors, and Yarmo's walking around stressed. And he just got off the phone with Boston. And then he solves a huge math equation. Yeah, he, Boston's not giving him what he wants. So George says, George says, follow your heart. And Yarmo just it just clicks. He follows his heart and he does the right thing. Movie, what's, whatever what's the right that thing? may be. It, I can't tell you. You have to wait. But that's the movie scene. Is like we have there's a janitor sitting okay. there mopping the floors of the Schwedo as the team's out on a West Coast swing. And maybe we lose two out there and Yarmo's losing it right now. Like Yarmo doesn't know what to do. And we sneak George in. And George tells him, don't trade the bread man. And he's like, that's it. We're not going to trade Follow your heart, Obi-Wan. Follow you, yes. And then Yarmo does something. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. But that's the movie scene right yeah. there. That's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Definitely would not be surprised if something big happens while we're gone on this West Coast trip for the next no, yeah. this next week. No, that's a good call, honestly. I mean, especially since... The team's away. No one's here. It's just him and it, and John Davidson. <laughs> just tweedling their thumbs at the Schwedo. And just... They they got something planned, I think. Oh, yeah. So... But I think that's about it. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I, just, I don't want to really talk about anything more about the coach because it's going to get me more depressed. I, I just want to say that this podcast will honestly do anything for this team. We will put... Or I, at least I can say I've put my life on the line, and I know Tom can say he's put his life on the line for this team already. Before you've bled for this team, oh yeah, and I've almost died for this team. I've Again. almost died for this team. We've both almost died for this team. Cooks is a Caps fan, so screw him. 
But we've we've both almost died for this team at this point. So there's nothing we can't do. We've climbed cages, we've jumped in rivers on the coldest day on the coldest day in state history. We're not afraid. We've thrown bread on the ice. What more could you be wanting out of a hockey podcast that follows your team? What more could you want? Riveting stories. You tell us what you want, and we'll do it. We'll Riveting go, we'll stories go to going the, on. Here. We'll go to hell and back for the. We'll go to hell and back for you guys. Tell us what you want us to do. We don't care. As long as it's not illegal. Mm, to some maybe extent. Illegal. To some extent. Okay. As long as it's not not le- legitimately not. Just tell us what you law. want and we'll, we'll we'll think about it. And we'll brainstorm. If we'll, we'll workshop if it. If it's illegal, we'll think about it. We'll We're not, we won't do it. it. We'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll, we'll twist it to where it is legal. We'll hire a lawyer. We'll get Sticky Rick Six on it. I'm convinced we can do Well, just he's my lawyer. It. Oh, yeah, I'm just I'm, he, he's the hockey dude's lawyer too. I'm convinced we could do anything with him. I mean, come on, you tell me that man walking he's into your room. He's been in his bag on he, facts lately. So he's, he's in his he, bag. Yeah, he was in one last night, Tom. I mean, he, that man literally he drank like one, like twelve ounce, like twelve percent, like fake four loco, and he was in one. Oh yeah, and he got two beers of the Schwedo. Did not expect them to be eleven dollars. He couldn't believe it. Like he just looked at me. He's just like. Eleven fucking dollars. He just looked at me. He's like, I just, I just can't believe it's, it's eleven dollars. Like, I love, I love that man, George. He's, he's a hell of a guy. He's over uh, scouring out the abs right yeah, now. Yeah, he's out there. Colorado. He's, oh yeah, he's tweeting at us. Jackets fan out in the Avalanche country, if that's even a thing. I, I don't know. I, I can't wait till we have our first like hockey dudes week where we go to different cities. Support us. Send us money. I got mine. We'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah, you're doing. You're you're starting it, but like I'm, I'm saying, I, like, I'm doing early rec- reconnaissance. Yes, March seventh, thir- Thursday, March seventh, all the way out in Schittsburg. and you get to be a fan again. Yes, you're, so you have to be yes. in your bag, Tom. Oh yeah, you have to be. I might send you out there with my video camera just to be in your bag. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I hate- are you in the upper bowl? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the place you want to be, though. Oh, it's the rowdiest place. (laughs) You can say a lot of things in upper bowls of arenas and get away with them. Yes. Lower bowl, you got to watch yourself. You got to watch your back. You got you got the you got the uh, usher sniffing right down your your neck. Have you seen those tweets of like kids nowadays wouldn't like be able to handle like an Xbox 360 or a PS3 chat? room back in the day yeah it's the comparison the ghost of nationwide wouldn't be able to handle what is said in the upper bowl like that like yeah so like fan like lower bowl fans would not be able to last in the upper bowl the upper bowl eats souls dude the upper bowl is just a bunch of freaking savages up there like we were in 204 tom top of the building and we (laughs) were the most ignorant folks there we were yelling go back to canada we were yelling. What game? Check what? your murder rates. Oh yeah, the same. No. Oh. oh, I was talking about the how this Buffalo game. We were there with two of the fraternity. Oh well, the St. Louis the game. St. Louis game two years ago. We went ago. to. We won like eight to four. We were like, "Where's your football team? Yeah, at? Where's your football team?" It's and then we were like, Cali. Yeah, they like they moved to Los Angeles. Check your murder rates. Yeah, and like that's all we could say. That's pretty the much Upper Bowl is not for the faint of hearts. No. That's where we get a lot of because, laughs, too. Because, like, those are the fans that are just, they don't care, like, how good of a view they have. They're just happy to be in the barn. Well, then you, you have to be careful, though, because you have to check all possible, my, you have to check all P, 
KRs, all possible kid routes. Oh, yeah. Because you Watch have to be watching kids. out for the kids sitting in the crowd. You can say what you want, but if there's kids, just keep it PG. Yeah, and if, yeah, keep it if, PG. You, throw, if you throw an F in there, then you got that mom turning around yep. looking at you. Giving you the stank eye. She's not giving you the, yeah, let's go to the, the stall eyes. She's giving you the, I'm about to whoop you like you're my own son eyes. Yeah, so. she's giving you the stank yeah. eye. So yeah. you can... You can say, like, if it's a St. Louis, you can say, check those fucking murder rates if there's no kids. Yeah, if there's no kids. But if there's kids, you if just got to be like, kids, yeah. check those murder rates, fool. Your APKRs. Got all possible kid rates. Yeah. Got to know where they're at. Know where they're at. You got to do scan. You got to do whatever you take. I mean, honestly, if before the warm-ups you're bored, just stand up, put your arms out to your right and left, and just spin around and just say, beep, 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 and then point at a kid, yell at them. And Get say, into another section. You're not allowed here. You say, you say, kid alert, or something like that. Just kid alert. You want. Just say window liquor, like whatever, whatever you need to do, whatever you need to say. Like, just point them out. They'll probably <laughs> laugh. They'll probably be like, that guy's hilarious. Okay, we're done. We're done Man, with that. We're time, done. With it's that. time to be done. So, thank you for listening, um, Kooks. Before we leave, do not forget follow us on Twitter at the Hockey Dudes. Follow us on Instagram the underscore Hockey underscore Dudes. Follow us on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review to our podcast. Helps us out a lot. And listen to us on SoundCloud. I was actually about to say that. Really? Like, I honestly was about to lead off with that. I had it in my brain. But Kook said it for me. I always just... Producer keeping us in line. I always just think, like, you're just in a different place and you're just about to go oh, on I am. a rant about yep. telling people. So do what Kook said times a million. Always do that. Tell all your friends. Spread the word about us because the more we get out there, the more we can do. The more we get out there, the more we get in one. Yeah, the more we'll get in one, the more we can do and the more possibilities to make your days that much better. We're trying to make you smile from cheek to cheek. But you got to help us out by but, telling your friends, telling your mom. Your trees. Please your tell trees. your trees. Uh, always tell your trees. Especially pine trees. Um, tell your dad. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell your aunts, uncles, cousins, nephews, uh, aunts. Tell your gas station clerks. They like to talk. Well, here. This one's for you. Tell your aunts, but then tell your aunts. Oh, aunts. Yes. Tell your aunts, though. Tell your... Think about that one. Tell your... Um, like gnomes out in the yard and tell your them. totem poles and your totem poles. We got one sitting right here. Yep. Tell your totes. Always tell your totes. Tell those people, those random like uh people that call you that try to get, try to sell you stuff. Tell, tell them. them. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them. I've been listening to hockey dudes, man. They're like, you want you want homeowners insurance? Like, no, I'm yeah. listening to hockey dudes. And then just honestly, uh, always retweet everything we say. Always retweet our episodes and everything. But then, most importantly. For the love this is of an important one. For the love of God, if you didn't listen to the whole hour, listen to this last thing this I say. Is the most important news. If you don't get anything else through your brain, just remember, tell your dog. Thank you.